What's up? I'm, uh... What's up? I'm at the airport. I just dropped my parents off. Um, I was gonna do a podcast with them, but they didn't really seem up for it. And that's alright. I, um... What happened? I came, I came through and I was like, dang, I think I can't find my phone or I think it's broken or something. And my dad was like, good. Like, he just really didn't want to be on the podcast. He said, um, he's conscious, you know, he's self-conscious of what he's going to say. I'm like, well, just be conscious. And, and, um, they were like, maybe next time, you know, maybe, maybe when you pick us up, when you pick us back up from the airport, we could talk about Hawaii and and all of that. We didn't talk about much. Like, I don't really think there was anything that would have got my dad in trouble. Um, we talked about where would we buy a house if we had $10 million, you know? <sighs> if I had, if he gave me $10 million, <sighs> where would I buy a house? We just talked about the Bay Area. We talked about, San, uh, not Santa Cruz, uh, Sacramento a little bit. And, uh, yeah, my parents are going to the, uh, world-famous Hawaii. Don't know if you guys have heard of it. Honolulu, to be exact. And, um, yeah, I'm just chilling, man. Just chilling. Grateful to be here. Grateful to be talking to you guys today. Let me turn this music off. Don't know if you guys can even hear that. It's a beautiful day. The sun is up. I earned my fucking sun, you know? It was um, it was dark the whole way here, and now the sun is risen. And uh, my parents are gonna be leaving in about two hours. I miss them already. And uh, what else? Nothing, man. Just had some coffee. Haven't really eaten, so this is me. This is me raw. This is me uh, just chilling. Drive with me. We're gonna take us a little drive here back, back to the old house. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Today's my day off. I actually have another podcast scheduled today with a gentleman from uh, San Diego, the world famous San Diego. They're famous for their Sea World. They're famous for their Marines. Raw, a lot of water stuff going on in San Diego because it's close to uh, it's close to the water. I think they've got Navy out there. They got all branches of the military, but for some reason the Marine sticks out to me the most. Uh, San Diego, famous for Drake and Josh. Maybe I should ask him about Drake and Josh. I don't even know if he's lived in San Diego his whole life. Or if he's, like, from somewhere else. He definitely seems like a Florida man. I'll tell you that. He definitely seems like a Florida guy. Um, oh, man. I love going this way, dude. There's no traffic or anything. It's just it's just chill vibes all day. It's just chill vibes all day. Can I, oh, sorry. Oopsie daisies. Let's move that over. Hopefully you guys can hear me. I am uh, off an iPhone 10. Is what I'm recording my voice on here, an iPhone 10. And um, 
yeah, San Diego. We're going to talk about metal. He's into metal music. He's a fan of that genre of music. Comedy, he, you know, he's actually one of the founders of America's Next Top Comedian, believe it or not. And I feel like a lot of you guys don't know, and it's not your fault. If any, if it's anybody's fault, it's probably my fault for not knowing what America's Next Top Comedian, like the origins of it, you know? I just kind of, I think I just kind of like threw that on you guys right after Peter's perspective. Maybe I had like an episode or two hyping it up. Or maybe if you guys pay attention more than me, you remember, you remember about America's Next Top Comedian and how there was other um, options for the name. Instead of America's Next Top Comedian, I was going to go with... uh, Uh, I think it was like the Comedy Cult Club or something like that. Something dumb. And I like America's Next Top Comedian. I like ANTC. It's got a nice ring to it. And uh, so originally America's Next Top Comedian was a Instagram group chat. And it was a group chat where we all at a certain time, it was basically an online open mic. With one, two, three, four, about five people, and there was different times where there were more than five people, but um, for the most part, it was it was five people. Sometimes even four, honestly, because Vinny has been on the podcast before. Another San Diego, not a native, but a neighbor to San Diego. He lives in the fucking, you know, it goes San Diego. Then after that, after San Diego, it's Mexico. Okay. That's how anything in between is fucking whatever, dude. So he's part of whatever. And, um, yeah, it was a group message. And at certain times, we'd have, like, basically an open mic. And we'd give everybody four minutes to uh, try out jokes. It was a cool thing. And these were the... These were the origins. These were the very first days of stand-up comedy. And, uh, it's not this one, it's the next. Not this one, it's the next. Look at this guy trying to make a... This person's trying to make a right when they shouldn't be. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, wow, they're not gonna do it. They fucking just... Oh, 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 oh. It's not this one. Okay. I thought I was about to miss my exit, dude. I thought my phone was about to fuck up on me. What was I talking about? Yeah, so, Mr. San Diego. His name's Slammy Davis. I think it's Sam, really. Uh, He was friends with this guy uh, from the band Suicide Silence. I don't know if you guys know about Suicide Silence. See, that, this, that's just where I'm from. That's just the era I'm from. Suicide Silence was a band. It was a really good band, by the way, if you're into the fucking... I don't even know what kind of genre of metal it is. It's definitely metal. It's like deathcore. I feel like... I feel like I shouldn't be mad that I don't know it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, what what is that? And deathcore sounds like... Deathcore sounds like what it is, but it's like... There's probably some guy who's, like, super into metal. And they're like, it's not deathcore, you fucking white belt. It's fucking... 
It's fucking grindcore, grindcore, or whatever, dude. It's fucking yelling. Oh, it's a soul. Why does it sound like when I when I yell metal music? Sometimes it makes me want to throw up. Yo, yeah. like I just have the feeling of throwing up. I feel like if I was a metal singer, I'd be throwing up a lot. Yo, it's a how come you know how like rappers do freestyles how come metal people don't do freestyles like hey yo give me a fucking drum beat 180 uh bpm drop it and then they like freestyle riffs how come people don't freestyle riffs maybe they do i don't know that's the thing about people who get on fucking funk flex or the five fingers of death or whatever I don't like the I don't like the word freestyle if it's not freestyle like it's literally off the top of your head. Cause people be cheating. I'll name one person, one example, Logic. Logic went on the fucking funk funk master flex freestyle or whatever. Or sway in the morning. And um, he just he just straight up did like riffs or, or verses from his album. And that was his freestyle. And everybody was like, ooh! like a week before his fucking album came out I mean I guess but to me it's like man that ain't authentic that's premeditated that ain't freestyle you wrote it down you were me- you memorized it freestyle is really like yeah I'm driving back from the airport I'm about to cop me a cord you, you don't want to see me in court cause I've got lawyers yeah we've got lawyers and we're gonna freaking yeah that's a freestyle right there. Yeah, okay, I'm freestyling off the top of my head. I just got out of bed. I've got bed head. Yeah, and I'm not talking about my hair. I'm talking about I got head in the bed. I got head in the bed. And then I shot you in the face and look at you dead. Look at you dead. You got to look at yourself when you're dead sometimes. Because if you don't, you're not going to be alive. You're going to be alive. I'll be with mine. Peace of mind, be alive. Peace of mind, be with mind, be bye. <laughs> I'm in the binds. I'm in the binds. Give some peace of mind. Where's the dancing lobsters out there? Get uh, with, with the officers up. I'm driving through Alameda. This is a world famous Alameda comedy club. I've, I performed here before. And, uh. And that's it. That's it. I performed there. I don't know if I'm ever going to come back because um, all I can do is sign up for the open mic and hopefully I'm the funniest person there and they they put me on a show. Uh, I'm on a showcase and then maybe I'll make like 20 bucks or something. That'll be my gas. And, uh, and yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Driving back home to Santa Cruz from to the airport it's kind of they need a closer one you know they need a closer airport crisp taste legendary refreshments there's a lot of trash here in Oakland or Hayward wherever the fuck I'm at I've never is it just a windy day it's a whole lot of fucking trash out here dude just flying through Good morning. What do I want to talk to you guys about? Uh, 
practice safe driving, both hands on the wheels. I've got both my hands on the wheels, but they're not clutched. You know, I've got two open hands. I'm fucking holding my steering wheel like I'm holding some fucking B-cup breasts, you know? Just hands on, hands over the titties, fingers caressed, ready to hit the brakes at any time. I'm ready to hit the brakes. I'm ready to hit the brakes. I'll do whatever it takes. I don't, I don't fuck with the fakes. Yeah, your sister, I seen her last week. She got the cakes. I'm talking about that ass. I'm talking about that ass. But a spaz on that ass. <laughs> Had sex earlier today. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but oh man, I like having sex. It's fun. It's fun. And and I don't know if that's like one of the signs of being a sex addict is that. Who's that? Holy shit. It, uh, it feels good. You know, it feels good. I think I need to, uh, here's something. I need to buy, uh, I, I, I gotta buy a, uh, what the fuck are those called? Uh, 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 Manscaped. I think, uh, you don't really see Manscaped ads anymore. At least I don't, you know? And I think, you know why I don't think you see any more Manscaped ads? Because everybody already has it. They sold so much product, so, so many good products that last a while. And so, um, yeah. My smooth, my balls trimmers looking like rust or whatever. It's not looking good. So I'm thinking about upgrading. I'm thinking about getting another, another tool to fucking trim my nuts and shit. We'll see. We'll see. The city of Oakland. It's beautiful. Look at that. Look at those dogs. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. There's still trash everywhere, yeah, but sometimes, you know, trash is art. Trash is art.
is a phantom or mystery and that leaves me nothing. off guys I'll see you guys later I'm fucking damn I kind of still have a ways to go too well we are talking to somebody today so maybe maybe I'll combine both of the podcasts together or something I don't know we're gonna give this man a call here check it out hopefully nothing gets fucked up Hello. What's up, Marconi? How are you, bro? Nothing much, Mr. Slammy James. I'm doing all right. Sick, sick. Yeah, thanks for, uh, so this is interesting. So you, you use it through this, you save the audio, and then just throw it into like a, I don't know, like an audio tool and throw the, throw the podcast together? Yep. Pretty much. Um, I don't think it gets any more complicated than that. Um, I was speaking a little bit beforehand, maybe a couple of hours ago on a recording, and I kind of, I guess the only way I could introduce you is in a weird way. You're one of the fucking founding fathers of America's Next Top Comedian, because you're a part of the early... And when I say early, I'm talking like 10 months ago, fucking versions of uh, having a group chat. And it was like an open mic and we all gave each other four minutes to make jokes up. And it's uh, and that, was the, that was the christening. That was the crowning of America's Top's top birthing. That was the birth, the crowning of that moment. Wow. I got to see like your little baby hair coming out of the comedy vagina. I'm glad I got to like be a part of that that's awesome yeah and it's been about 10 months i guess it's already kind of like in the out of the vagina um yeah stage. well see my daughter my daughter actually turns 10 months tomorrow so you're like in the oh shit yeah. <laughs> oh shit that's Dude, it's crazy like, uh, yeah weird crazy timing so you're like at the like almost know how to talk uh walk around stage yeah 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 white belt just beginning life like i like to think of comedy as like i planted a seed and right now the only thing that's probably came out of it is like a leaf if anything okay so you're sprouting you're in you're in the spring season well if you could if you were a a plant what would what would be your plant what what kind of plant would you be damn 
I feel like the fucking most generic answer would be like, oh, marijuana plant, but, um, I don't okay, know. But what, like, are you going to be indica or sativa? Or you would probably be a hybrid. I, I can see you being like a hybrid, like, mid. You're like a hybrid mid. I don't want to get super blasted by you, yeah. but, like, you're, you're still going to cost some money. I'd want to be a, um, a hybrid between a marijuana plant and a cactus. I'd want to be a cactus. Those are like the reptiles of plants. No, absolutely. Because so you're like a don't you're like a libertarian plant. You're like don't tread on me, and you have like spikes, but you're like I'm cool. You can smoke me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If but like, blood will come out if you smoke me. You know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of worse highs. I've heard of worse highs. Yeah. So That's what's sick. up, man? What, like, how's, how's, the, how's, the, how's the comedy stuff going for you? Like, how, how's it been? What's what's new on the agenda? It's all right. Um, what's new? But, you know, honestly, today I was contemplating hitting an open mic. And I didn't go through with it. And I thought to myself, it's kind of good I didn't go through with it because I had this plan. And then you kind of changed up the time on me as well. No, nothing wrong with it. Um and that kind of convinced me to just stay home and be like, you know what, I'm going to treat this like my open mic. Because I got a show on a Saturday, and I don't know if I'm going to do, I don't know how long I'm going to do. He was just kind of loose with it, like, I'll let you do whatever you want. So it could be like 10, 15 minutes. So I wanted to like work out stuff, but most likely like really four minutes of shit that I've already done before. And then maybe like two minutes of something new um but then i swear dude i took a shower before i came here and i don't know if i should be saying this to go with what the game i'm playing in my head i was like okay my goal is like if i'm gonna spend an hour talking to fucking mr sammy james i gotta make him laugh once and not even like trying to just like i don't know i don't know so i kind of i don't know i'm just kind of going through that i guess trying to i love it dude all right all right so you got you so you have, like, would you say you have a pretty decent, like, five-minute set, and then you said you're trying to work on, like, like, what's your longest set you think you got? Like, how many solid uh, lines you got? A part of me wants to say 15, but I know maybe five of those are going to be, like, not uh, high-rating landing jokes, if that makes sense. So okay, for yeah. a chance of it to be, like, a quote-unquote tight set, I'd maybe eight to ten of like really good stuff that has a good um what's the word i'm looking for like Ace. ratio or, or uh it's a uh what do you call that when you you're keep like the timing the uh the cadence a good cadence i just have jokes in my head where i'm like they're like 50 50 that they'll land or not and it's just it's just interesting. Wait, where, uh, what's the name of the spot that you're at this this saturday uh san leandro Oh, okay. Is yeah. it like they just got a small little stage, open mic? Like, how many seats are you thinking? I've been there before. I'm trying to think how many times I've been there. Uh, maybe, like, three or four times. And it's, okay. um... <laughs> hold on, my fucking... Do you hear my dog? I don't know if you hear my dog. My bad. I, no, he's chilling. No, I just heard him bark for a second. I'll figure it out. But, um... No, it's all right. I've never, I've only gone to like the open mic, so I never went to the showcase showcase where it's like on a Saturday, where oh, there's nice. probably okay. more people and stuff like that. But, um, sick dude. 
Yeah. But anyways, I kind of wanted to talk about you. Like, I didn't know how to, um, how do I introduce you as? <laughs> like, what, what are you, an artist? Are you a, are you a dad? Because you said a lot of things you want to talk about. You're like dad life, comedy, music. And it's like, I, I was, I, like, I don't even know if you play an instrument or not. Yeah, so, I mean, I used to. Uh, I toured in a band for a little bit. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if, I, if I could live a whole second life, dude, I would have just been a, a rock star, just living off the dollar menu in a tour bus, just, you know, headbanging all day, just neck pains, and just doing that type of lifestyle. But I guess I'm kind of just like a dad right now. Uh, I just actually just got the word that I could, should be starting my job. Uh, I've been looking for a job for like the last four months. But before that, I was like an entrepreneur, and I like made like a lot of like short-form content and stuff like that. And then... Um, but yeah, my full-time job recently has just been being a dad. My wife works full-time, so uh, we, we recently had a baby. Like I said, she's 10 months old. So uh, just kind of like uh, getting used to hanging out with a, a baby all the time, which is like a, a new realm for me. You know, I have like brothers and sisters, but that was like, you know, almost three decades ago. So it's, uh, it's and it's now it's my own kid too. So that's like a whole nother thing too, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like a dad that likes heavy metal music. Uh, I, Do my I dad. used to play drums. I used to play drums and things like that. So now my, since I can't really, I mean, I probably could play drums again, but I think if I was to go back and play something, I probably, I think I want to be a bass next. I want to be the bass guy. Why? Do you think that's like less work? Uh, yes, 100% less work. And they kind of just like, uh, from drum, like I was a drummer before and a lead vocalist too, but but the drumming to bass is like a rhythm thing. And like guitar is too much pressure. I feel like the basses is just laying down the rhythm and the, and the pace. And it's just, I don't know, bassists are kind of cool to me recently. You, know, you ever seen, uh, the, the question is, is like, how am I going to wear the bass? Cause have you ever seen, like there's like, there's like eight levels to where you wear the bass. So, and it's like such a big, you know, it's way bigger than like the normal guitar. So, like, do you are you like one of like the corn guys, where it's like my fingers are like it's like down to my knees, or am I more like a mud vein or like Primus? That looks like, like I want to be violin. like, like yeah, like slapping my my armpit hair while I'm playing it. You know, just like it needs to be. I don't know. I, we'll see. I don't know. I got so many projects. So I'm like, I'm trying to do that, and I'm wanting to build a piranha tank. So I'm in like. Is that uh, legal? What's that? Is that legal? I don't know if it's legal in Calif- California, but I mean, I'll just get the fish shipped in. I got, I got a guy. I got a plug for piranhas. So, like, do like a shoal of piranhas. Wait, and like security just... piranhas or something? <laughs> they could be. That would be hilarious. You know, kind of like put them like, a, like a moat kind of deal. No, but I want to build like a 200-gallon tank. So I'm like... I've been doing like I have a perfect section in my house where it's like on the wall it would fit into the wall so I'm just gonna like, custom build the tank and then but it's, it's gonna cost me some money and I want to take my time with it so but yeah I, I got obsessed with piranhas just like watching like this dude would go fishing he would pull in just like whatever fish like little small fry fish you know whatever and then throw it in the piranha tank one fish at a time and most of the time the fish is actually bigger than the piranha Right. So like it's all it is, like all the piranhas are afraid of it. And then it's just one little nip. Tink. Like one will just like swim by and nick it. 
And then it just like, it starts to this like feeding frenzy. And then like with usually within like 20 minutes, the fish is completely destroyed. It's, there's nothing left. So I don't know. Piranhas could be cool. So yeah, Piranha, wannabe dad, dad, wannabe music dad. guy. Yeah. I'm going to be, in, I'm going to be in sales. I'm going to be doing uh, I'm going to be selling uh, alcohol. So I'll be doing like, like a, a lot of cool, like a BevMo. Like, or like a bartender. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yep, oh, okay. yep, exactly. Yeah, I'll be like going to uh, like on-premise stuff. So like uh, any liquor or beer, wine stuff that gets sold in like restaurants, hotels, bars, things like that. So you should do that. Uh, it's on my bucket list, man. You, you really motivate me and inspire me, inspire me to uh, want to try comedy. At least like do like a stand-up. Because I know once I did it once, it's like, you know, once you jump into the pool, you kind of like want to swim around a little bit. So... I, I just don't know if I have the time right now to, to dedicate as much as I would want to, but um, listening to podcasts and doing things like this have always been one of my favorite hobbies. So, I, so yeah, thanks for letting me uh, come over here and be a part of your uh, your journey, dude. This is awesome. Yeah, no problem, dude. What um what was the name? What was the name of your band? So I had two bands. I had a band named Rose from the Dead. We were a Christian metalcore band, you know. So you know we uh we we would you know rebuke satan and then we would head headbang uh and and scream into microphones and then i played in a, another death metal band called death by the masses and death by the masses was the band that we toured up and down uh central florida south florida we would play quite a few shows up and around the, that area are, are uh, you are you from florida because you give me florida man vibes a thousand percent i say i'm bringing florida man to california so i'm i'm trying to uh open the floodgates over here because uh i mean i'll just be i'll be honest california is the best there there is there is i i i drank the juice i felt the sun and this california is the best so i say born on east coast die on west coast but yeah i i grew up in the dirty south like miami even further south than that, not as far as the Keys, but Homestead. Uh, I was in the Homestead area. I guess like their main attraction is like they have like a NASCAR track out there or Formula One, something like that. But yeah, I'm straight from Florida, dude. I got some. You, I got some stories, some Florida stories. I bet. I, don't know if it, I, I mean, I probably couldn't get in trouble before it now. There was, you know, it was like back in the day, dude. Like you could get away with any, anything. You oh, could yeah. get away with anything. Yeah, yeah. And now, now, dude, I would not want to be a kid, like, going through puberty with nothing to do. I mean, I guess, like, I guess kids are just, like, all on their phones nowadays. Like, How old are you they... now? It's just, dude, I mean, there is, yeah, there was so much crazy stuff. We would go and explore, like, abandoned buildings. So, like, in uh, South Hello? Florida, they have uh, this place called the Missile Silos. And it was during, they actually built the missile there during the Cuban Missile Crisis, like they were like when they were gonna send some stuff over for whatever. And um, dude, it's just like, I would say probably about 15 to 16 buildings and they all range from like one story to like eight stories. No, not eight stories, maybe six stories. And we would just, and you have to walk there, right? So you drive your car onto the Everglades and then you gotta walk for like a mile and a half because there's a gate. But then once you're out there, dude, we would camp on the roof, just partying out out in the middle of these abandoned buildings. It was, it was awesome. We would take any of the bands that we would play with. They would come and do shows down in South Florida. We would take them out there, and we would just freaking, yeah, this is what we do. And we would like, 
I don't know, like throw like sticks at the alligators and the canals and the fuck? shit like that. <laughs> Wait, how old are you, dude? <laughs> how old do you think I am? Thirty-one. Okay, yeah, that's a good guess. Good guess. I'm an '80s baby. I'm an '80s baby, so I'm uh, I'm 35. Oh, okay. Um, when yeah, you... if I took the hat off, then you see the, the this now now this is the uh, the Hunter Thompson look here. How, oh Let's shit! It, well, my podcast is audio only, but I'm gonna tell him. Yeah, he's bald. He's pointing that out. <laughs> what what age were you when you started losing your hair? Dude, I was about 21. 21. That dang, that's kind of early. I feel. Dude, man, I got the bad genes, bro. My both <laughs> my brothers immaculate hair. You can't put a comb through their hair without it sticking. Like they got super thick, long, luscious hair. And dude, me and my old man, my pops, he's bald too. He, but he didn't start losing his hair until he was like in his 30s. And I always roast him because he used to try to do the Steven Seagal, like before they had like... Oh, like grow it out. Like, so he had like a ponytail and then he would like take the hair and like perfectly cover the bald spot oh, yeah. and spray and then like spray, you know, hairspray Holy like shit. stiff. So it was like super tight and then like a flowing little ponytail on the back get a wig you know dude honestly i'm not against it like then some of the new stuff they've been doing i'm like damn like one day i just want to show up to my wife just like with hair because you know ever since i've dated her i haven't had hair really i mean i I had a little bit of hair when i first met her but yeah dude i've had to i've had to let it go did you know i got the freaking uh i got the jada smith dude after after covid oh really yeah, dude, I got, um, so it was even worse. So it was one thing about my head, but I ended up, um, uh, I got, I developed alopecia, yeah. the, that weird hair loss, um, disease. And so like, I can't grow a beard anymore. I'm like Whoa. slowly, re- I'm finally being able to grow a beard again, but I got super scared because I thought I was going to end up looking like Voldemort because, uh, you can lose your eyebrow hair. And I started losing my eyebrow hair. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I had to like go see a dermatologist and stuff and. It was it was freaking wild. Damn. Were you were you uh, bald when you were on tour doing like metal shows and stuff? No, no. Uh, most of my band stuff was when I was like uh, eighteen, nineteen. Those were like the the main two years I was probably playing the most. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. And um, I actually had a super long mohawk. It was like, a, but I wouldn't like stand it up. I kind of like it was like a horse mane, and I kind of like comb it oh, over yeah. to the side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were the days. But see, the shitty thing was, is like our scene in South Florida, man, it's so far down in the deep south that like bands don't want to tour all the way down there for like a couple hundred bucks. Like to get down to like the butthole of America, like <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a long journey down there. So we would occasionally get some decent bands over there and it was just, thank you for coming out. And like we, we opened for some pretty cool bands. Yeah, we opened for, uh, Miss May I? Have you ever heard of that band? They're they're pretty popular metalcore band. Uh, Sky Eats Airplane, uh, Blood Blood Comes Cleansing. There was some pretty decent like metalcore that came through. We would all play in a church. It was a church venue, so it was uh, yeah, super dark. sick. Just playing fucking heavy metal music at a church. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the best place to do it, dude. I mean, you, you gotta bring them in, man. That's how you gotta get them in. That you get them in with the mosh pits, and you you stay for the Jesus. Man, <laughs> do you feel like? Do you feel like? 
Do you feel like headbanging is different as a bald person as opposed like do you ever like shake your head and you just kind of think back to like when it was long and you're just like man it's just like the it feels different like it feels too almost too light like it's missing something I mean I just I envy I and anytime I go to shows man and I just see these men with beautiful long black hair like out here in SoCal like you get a lot of like those the the long hair Mexican metal heads sure and those guys, dude, Gordita. they just have like perfectly straight, like like very light almost, and just like the headbangs are just so beautiful, dude. It's like so artistic, and it's just like me sitting there, like like this like gooseneck, just Goose. you know, like swinging around. A, a How bad chain. is headbanging for your neck? Have they done like studies and shit on that? Like, oh, dude, do people I'm get CTE you, from that? Oh, 100%. 100% you can. Like, I, I probably have a couple of loose screws because, I mean, I would come after shows, I would headbang so hard during the performance that, like, I would, like, people would come up and I would have to, like, lean my, my head onto my shoulder. Um, and I, I just, like, for two or three days, like, my neck would be beyond sore, but. Holy shit. Would you ever do a show when you were already sore and, like, the adrenaline and the high of being on was like, fuck it, I'm still banging my neck. Fuck yeah, dude. There was, a, there was a huge show we were supposed to play once, and it was at a... Um, I was kind of sick. I kind of had, like, a sore throat. Um, but the show at the venue got canceled, and we, like, were super, like, pissed. Like, we wanted to play a show. We were all hyped up. And this guy, we met this guy that was supposed to go to that show, and he's like, yo, come throw the, the show over at my house. We'll do it at my backyard. Holy shit. So we, like, we, we threw extension cords out there, right, out in his backyard, and we just freaking... That was, like, an insane show. We played in, like, this tiny little... Like, uh, what do you call those things? Like, it's like a, they're like little, like, how, wood slated houses where you put, like, on the edge of water. What are those called? Houses that you put on water? It's, okay. it's, it's not a dock. It's, it's like a, it's just like one of those, like, covered, like, little patio areas. Um, I don't know. But, dude, so we were out there. We played the show. The power got turned off twice because we were soaking up so much power from the oh, outlet. Shit. So we played the set, it was good and everything. And then we were such little shitheads, dude. Like so there was probably like there's maybe like forty kids there and majority of them were probably under twenty one. Like I'd probably say like ninety five percent of them, dude. We like, we finished our set, packed up our gear, and then we went in the car and freaking called the cops on the party and just watched the cops come in and just kick everyone out. You called the cops on yourselves, basically? We called the cops on ourselves and just watched all the kids like freaking burst out the house party. Yeah, dude. We were, we were we were dickhead we were dickhead little little band we, we were like straight edge like none of us really did any drugs or drank or anything and we'd always funny like oh we're bored what should we do like we should call the cops on the party let's let's see let's see how it goes right, so what did we learn do drugs and drink instead of fucking calling up yeah instead of being a freaking you know dick cock blocker dude like Oh my gosh! But we just got a kick out of it, dude. It was so funny seeing all those kids running out. They had booze and just like cops pulling up. We like did a whole prank call of like talking like an old lady. It's freaking wild, dude. I had a friend who um, had a hard time finding a job, and he kept applying for a bunch of places. And so I got another friend of mine to call him and call him in for an interview to a place, even though <laughs> he didn't have an interview. So he'd fucking show up. <laughs> 
<laughs> no way. So wait. So what was the job for? What were you saying his job? Uh, was for? Movie theater. Fucking movie theater. Oh, yes. He pulls up to the movie theater and all the fucking employees are scrambling and shit. And uh, <laughs> he wore a suit and tie like a fucking bozo. And uh, I guess his dog pissed on his fucking tie. And uh, he went in there smelling like piss. But luckily, they were like, uh, "We don't have you uh, scheduled in for an interview, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do it anyways." And so technically, oh, that's awesome, dude! Yeah, Hell yeah! We scored him a job interview, but he didn't get the job. Damn, damn! What was he gonna be doing? Like concessions, or you know, maybe movie movie voice phone? Like I, I always thought it'd be cool to do like the movie voice phone. Like you remember how you used to have to call a number to see what movie times were at? Like, dude, that... I think so. Wow. I'd, uh, I'd work wow. in the popcorn section, for sure. That's where it's at. Yeah, concessions are where it's at, dude, for sure. Man, I haven't been to a movie theater in a long time, just in general. Like, I almost went to go watch Creed 3, but I said, fuck it, I'm just going to buy it on Amazon and watch it from the comfort of my own. Dude, home. I know, right? Yeah, have you seen... Uh, I haven't seen Creed 3 yet. Have you seen uh, Everything Everywhere yet? Everything Everywhere? No, I don't even think I know what that is. Bro, you'll freaking love it, man. It won a, it won a bunch of Grammys. It's a, it's a really good movie. It's got the uh, the Asian kid from Indiana Jones. You remember Short Round? Dr. Jones. The no homo. I've never watched Indiana Jones before. Bro, what? I That's mean, a classic, cool classic, Like, dude. I know of it and stuff. I've been on the okay, roller Okay, so, like, Indiana too. Jones had, like, this little sidekick and one of the, and, uh, Temple, uh, was it Temple of Doom? I it think it was Temple of Doom. This little, uh, Vietnamese, like, uh, Asian kid. I might have got his race wrong, but I don't know. He was an Asian kid. And, um, so, but he was a small, like, little boy. He was, like, maybe, like, eight years old at the time. Well, he redid this new movie, uh, Everything Everywhere, and it's kind of a, a movie about, um, what do you call that? Uh, multiverse theory. So okay. there's like multiple versions of you. Like if like you could go back and like change your. I don't want to like give away like, yeah, the like premise Spider of the story. Man into the Spider. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh it's really interesting uh, and very well cinematically shot. I, I have a. Uh, um, I think it was just like very well done. So you should definitely check that movie out. It was freaking fire. I'll check it out. Fuck yeah! I want to go see the new Super Mario movie. I'm kind of uh, thinking it might be good. Are you gonna take your daughter? I don't know if she could make it through a movie yet. She, I think it might be too much stimulation. She doesn't really. Uh, we, we we maybe give her like, maybe like two hours worth of YouTube time on like the iPad, like a week. So she she like watches like Mrs. Ra- like Miss Rachel or like uh, or Elmo or something. Oh, here's a question: What age do you think, especially going into the future? is an appropriate age to give a kid a cell phone? Mm. Um, like a smartphone. Like a smartphone? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll give a kid, actually, I'll give a kid a smartphone early, dude. Really? Early. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll have complete, like, control of the entire phone. Like, I would be able to see everything. And look like out them knowing, you know what I mean? I kind of, like, put in, like, one of those, like, hacker things to where i could just like see whatever they're doing on their phone like i would i would be that spy dad i would like my daughter is not gonna know like i'm, a, I'm not gonna tell her a lot of things i'm gonna let her go through life and i kind of want to like i don't want to tell her what to do but i kind of want to like carve the path a little bit and the only way i think i can do that is by staying ahead of like how she's thinking you know yeah it's like is that chess. manipulating or you, i don't know what are your thoughts on that it's your kid 
You know, what, as long as CPS doesn't come, I think I don't think it's it's better than beating your fucking kids. I guess I don't know. Um, did you get did you uh, did you get beat growing up? No, I didn't. So what was your, like your punishment? Like how did you get punished as a kid? A lot of verbal, a lot of uh, a lot of just yelling, a lot of. Uh, you get, like the pick behind the like in the in the sweet meat. I call it like the the tricep area, the tricep area. No, those are just the kids at school who would who would do that. Mm, um, mm. But nah. Dude, my, my parents had, I grew up in like a Southern Baptist like upbringing in South Florida, right? So to give you some premise, so like my father had a, a massive hutch in the kitchen. And then on top of the hutch was a huge white fan blade, like a white wooden fan blade. And that was the, the spanking device. And so, like, you got one chance. Like, he would just point over towards the fan blade. And if you didn't stop whatever you were doing, the fan blade would come down. And you would, you would get your ass black and blue, dude. There's, like, blood over it. He turns on the fan one summer. And fucking just raining <laughs> he's blood. Even name. He's just, like, every time he spanked us, like, put, like, an etching into it. And just had, like, you know, like, how many times he's hit us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I asked my dad about that once. I said, like, yeah, how come you never hit me? And he was just like, well, you never gave me a reason to. So sometimes I kind of just feel like maybe I was just an easy kid. Um, Because a lot of people who I talk to, when they talk about getting beat by their parents, they always say, hey, you know, well, thinking back, I deserved it. And I'm like, is beating your kids work? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Well, I was never beat. So if I when I have kids, if I have kids, I... uh, it's a day, it's a big main goal to never hit them. I feel like if I hit my kids, it's like taking a step backwards. You know how they say like break the cycle. I feel like it's going to be like don't start a cycle. Well, who knows? I mean, there's probably some shit in my family that's cocoa or cuckoo, but I don't know. I mean, dude, everyone. I, I think there's there cannot be any family nowadays that's not cuckoo or cuz got got something Everyone's yeah. got their problems, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is definitely something. Ain't nobody perfect. That's one thing I've learned, especially my folks. But, you know, I think my parents did a good job as far as, like, what they wanted to do, as far as, like, punishment-wise goes. Like, I don't – I definitely see, like, they kept it strict rules. Like, they wouldn't hit us anywhere else except on our butts, you know. And it wasn't like, you know, I didn't get hit, like, in the head or, you know, they didn't, like, do anything like that. So it was, like, very strict rules in the sense of, like, you do this, this is the repercussions. There wasn't no in-between. So they, they're very black and white on how they wanted things to be mm. in their household. So, but I definitely, like, as we got older, though, my parents definitely were way too, uh, uh, they, they hit too many things. Like, there's one thing to, like, okay, you know, you don't want your kid to drink or anything like that. But my dad would, like, get freaked out if we had, like, a rum cake. He'd be like, don't give that to your brother. Wow. Yeah, you know, like, there would be, like, so, like, all of us had, like, our little rebellion spells, right? So, like... Who, who would do the hitting? What, what was that? It, was it just always your dad who would do the hitting? Yeah, yeah, my mom my mom doesn't have a good arm. She, my, my father... But would she be, like, in the back, like, yeah, get him, or would she kind of, like, stop oh, no, it? she would hold me down. She would have oh, me, because wow. I wouldn't... So want it'd be a team and, effort. I, she wouldn't... So, my mom would basically sit on me... And then my dad would just go to town on my my ass with the, with the family. Wow, yeah, I can't. Uh, me, because, you know, I mean, I, I got spanked up until I was like almost fifteen years old, I think. Oh wow! <laughs> so imagine, like, I'm like this 
kid going through puberty, I'm like, you're not going to spank me. Like, you're, you're not going to do it. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's told my mom's like, Jolie, get in here. <laughs> and, <then laughs> and I was like, no way. And dude, he, he would light me up, man. And every time, you know, I, he would shake my hand, give me a hug afterwards. He's like, you got to have, you got to learn, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just funny to me. It's just funny, like, like calling Dude, your wife, wild. like Jolene, assume the position, hold our son <laughs> down. He's got to learn a lesson. You know, it's just kind of when you say it out loud, it's kind of funny. Like, I bet even if you, maybe if you brought it up to your dad, it's just, I don't know if your dad's still around, but that's <laughs> like, no, it's so good. It's so good. He's 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 still around. He's got the kids, so he gets all the grandkids now. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, my other my other brothers and sisters, they they got a couple kids. So when we get the grandkids around. It's kind of funny seeing him in the, you know, the grandpa role now. But yeah, growing up, man, my old man, he, he we definitely, you know, growing up and you know, we still stay in contact. He, I I talk to him today. We we talk every day. Um, he's a good guy. It was just that was the way he wanted to uh, raise his kids. So. I can't uh, can't hate him on it. I guess too much. I don't know if I'll spank my daughter, but I don't know. I would only I'll hit find, my kid if they came. I'll find at something me. else. If they came at me, and that would be like that kind of be like yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta learn that that'd be it. But if I don't know, it depends on what it is, and that's uh, I guess. It's I still feel like that, but there is like a thing. Like I think kids have to feel pain, like 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 just to understand that like pain is real and like there are like there are there there are repercussions to your actions no matter what you do you know so like i think i think uh i guess maybe better your own parent than like a stranger on the fucking street in a sense but it's like um you know you watch a kid play or something you watch a kid play and as they grow up like maybe your kid's like fucking seven or eight and you're like be careful don't skateboard skateboarding you might fuck and then your kid fucking falls breaks their arm and that's that's like a form of beating but it's more of like it could be a form of beating if when they break their arm like oh look what happened look look what i told you fucking see you see you see what happens you didn't be careful you fucking idiot you fucking bozo fucking (laughs) dude my dad almost my dad made like so outside of the song after the spanking like subsided like my father's i think next mission with like me at least was to like show me the uh importance of like saving money and like finance kind of stuff so like i'm like 15 years old you know i'm starting to starting to look at girls you know trying to find a girlfriend whatnot and i really wanted braces right so i dude i had some fucked up teeth bro i'm talking I had some snaggletooth stuff going on, and uh, my uh, my old man was like, "All right, well, you want braces? You're gonna have to pay for them." So I'm like, "What? You make me?" So my dad, like, for like months, he's like, "Yeah, it's twenty five hundred for braces. You want to get the braces? You gotta save up for the braces." I'm like, "Dang!" And I, you know, I would sit and my like cry to my mom, "Please, mom, please! I want I want to fix my teeth." And for like months, and then so we like went to the orthodontist and got everything checked out, and then. You know, he came around. I was like, Dad, I've saved up like a thousand dollars, and he's like, Nah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, you know, put that, you know, save towards your car or whatever. Oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll pay for your braces, but you gotta wear your retainer. So, so I did that. But yeah, parenting is weird, man. Like, 
it's so, it's so weird. Like being a parent now and then like reflecting on like how my parents raised us. I'm like, dude, they had no idea what they were doing. Mm. And I don't either though. That's the, that's the best part. Yeah. It's but like, do you go to your parents for that type of advice though? Is that the best idea? Yeah. Cause all they really have to relate is when they were clueless and we're doing something and it's just like sometimes i always feel like families pressure other people into having kids just so they could kind of like backseat drive it or something i don't know or just that makes sense like when people are like when are you having kids when are you having kids and then like what's the next question after when are you having kids it's like when are they going to school when are they you know when's their report cards come in when's they yeah they get like bored that's where you gotta like find something outside of like daily routines and like life things to like talk to your parents about i try to find things like i've been talking to my dad about ai have you uh have you been uh up with, with all this ai stuff that's been coming out a little bit i've heard some kanye west songs that kanye west didn't come up with oh, re- oh really oh so like do you like use his voice and stuff like that yeah like the chat gbt or whatever i've kind of like I've, I've heard a little bit about it yeah, so, like, it, the craziest thing is that uh, there's, like, all these, like, super high-tech guys that are, like, at MIT, like, so they basically wrote this open letter to to lawmakers trying to get a AI hold on, like, on like going further than what we're currently at for six months because they want to be able to put in the right, like, safeguards uh, for, for the AI because right now they just feel like it's, like, off off the rails and if it continues in the direction it's going that it very could well uh end humanity that's kind of scary yeah i mean super intelligence the, the way the guy explained it like if 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 we were able to get to agi and we're like we just put it out on the internet like a day like uh, if the ai became conscious a day in the like for us would be like a century for the ai like he would it, like the, their thinking process would be so fast and so quick. And then like, it's so weird. Like they said, the reason why they put this open letter out because they've already like done the bad three things. The number one thing is that they taught it how to code so it can write its own code. And then number two is that they put it out on the internet so it can like get thrown, it can move around around the internet. And then number three, they're teaching it like psychology, like, how to deal with like biases and like basically to lie. So like those three things right there is like a cauldron for, for Moloch dude, where we were coming, we're coming to this really weird part in like technology that I think is going to like change the world. And if we don't like have some sort of uh, like oversight as a, as a nation, as a global power, I think it's like, it's going to globally change the world. Um, then it's gonna, it's just gonna take over, dude. It, it'll, it'll get out, and I don't know, like what it would want. It, it, it has no need for us once it's, once it's out and about. So, it'll be weird. I have this theory, um, that in about ten years from now, or around two thousand thirty, like maybe seven years from now, there's gonna be like super big regulations on smartphones it's gonna be like it's gonna be hard to get a hold of a smart kind of like how i asked you when's the appropriate age uh for your daughter to have a phone maybe in a few years that's not really gonna be up to you the government's gonna try to put their hands on it and be like 
actually the age is 12 or 13 and then it's kind of like getting a damn permit for a car and they're going to have a whole internet DMV for people to like have access and, yeah <laughs> you imagine the internet DMV I would hate going there dude yeah they're going to make it like right now we're in this cool like GTA world of the internet where everyone could we're just unlimited supply of internet but now it's going to turn into like a currency it's going to turn into like you it, it's going to be harder to access it and shit like that i don't know like yeah well i think it, i think you're onto it i think you're like really close to it i think what you're trying to get at is that they're gonna you're gonna basically have like a an online id that identify i mean they already have that in a lot of ways you know like when you get a text to your phone and things like that to show that it's you like your yeah. identity but yeah. i think it'll be more of like a digital this like either like yeah. a, this one's gonna ask like you to a, come in on it. the blockchain or something like that that proves that this is you you know so you have to be able to log in with your ID. So like the government will be able to watch that, like for you to go to be able to use the internet or different services or apps and things like that. It's crazy, man. I think my last podcast that I did, I randomly just Googled or YouTube news. And, um, like the first thing that came up was a freaking mass shooting in like Alabama. And I'm just, I kind of went off on a tangent. Like, it's just negative shit. Then underneath that was like, uh, why tipping is um why tipping is like ruining america or some shit like that yeah like literally this morning i woke up to my girl like oh look at that why tipping's bad for the the world and she watched the video and i was like dude that was like the first thing that comes up when you look up news it's like it's so we're just in this weird wild wild west era and i feel like the tipping has okay there, there is a line. I think it is getting kind of crazy. Like every time, like now, like all these people that have like that toast iPad, they flip it around. Dude, like I just bought like uh, a coffee, right? And it's like twenty five percent tip, thirty percent tip, or a custom tip. You know, you have to like you have to press one of those buttons. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're not gonna give a twenty five percent tip for handing me my coffee. Like, though, I feel like that tipping is like super out of out of whack. Yeah, I don't get the tips. I don't get, like, people who work in the service industry and they're like, we live off your tips. You know, I only get paid $2.30 an hour. These tips matter. You need to tip your servers. And when I hear that, I'm like, get another job. Like, just work somewhere that's at least minimum wage. What the fuck are you doing working at a place where they pay you $2 an hour to depend on Dude, tips? Dude, you know, that's only on the uh, East Coast, too. You know, in California, they have to get paid minimum wage. So, whatever, they get minimum wage plus their tips. Yeah. So it's uh it's good money, dude. I, I bartended out here for almost five, six years. I freaking loved it, dude. It was so much fun. Bartending, like that's gonna be my retirement job. Like when I get old, I wanna be I wanna I wanna do I'll probably maybe wanna do professor. I wanna be a professor for a little bit and then I uh, don't wanna open like a little dive bar. Like small, like maybe like twelve people, you know, can fit inside there and just run like a little bar. Can we do stand-up comedy there? What's that? Can we do stand-up comedy there? A thousand percent, dude. We do podcasts there. It'd be like a podcast bar room. They have something like that out here. Um, oh, do they? That's I think cool. they've got a couple of people who are kind of doing something like that. We'll um, call it Always Sunny in San Diego. It'll be the. <laughs> it'll it'll be like you can be you can be the Dan DeVito of our bar. <laughs> uh, what's the craziest thing you've seen working at a bar? 
I've seen like dudes like straight up like so I was serving these girls out in our little patio section and we we're like right in the middle of downtown uh, gas lamp in San Diego and like the the change in the culture of like the homeless people like at first when I first started there like you know you still have like the panhandlers come by like they would ask hey you got any change or they would like play a song on like a little drum they made or something but dude recently like right before I quit man they were getting out of whack dude like there was these two girls they ordered like us two drinks whatever I'm sitting there and I go back in to get their drinks and this crackhead like runs up to the table he pulls out a light bulb and then just starts lighting, like lights up the meth, takes a massive hit. I don't know if it's meth or crack. It kind of smelled like a, like burning plastic. So I'm, I don't know if that's good. That's probably like meth. Takes a massive toke and then just starts jerking his dick in front of these girls. Holy shit, rock and roll. <laughs> All the way. I had to like scare him off, dude. We have a Louisville slugger. So I like kind of like flashed the bat at him. And he like tweaked out and just freaking ran off. But I was like, Dude, they, they are wild out here. Like, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Was he hard? No, dude, it was weird, man. It was, like, black. He, had like a, he was, like, a he was like a Hispanic guy, but he had a completely, like, purple it's dick. Like fucking like burnt a... from fucking jerking it all fucking day, you know? <laughs> you know, I laugh, but I also feel so bad, dude. Imagine, like, that is your day-to-day, like... Sounds like I mean, retirement. Sounds like, pretty cool. Jerking off now feels like brushing my teeth. I couldn't imagine getting that part where your like dick is like purple. Dang. Did he? <laughs> How long did it go on for? Like, did the girls just kind of like? Well, the girls are like, "What the fuck?" You know. That's all they did. Like, <laughs> did they like? They should have pulled out their phones and posted it. That would have been great. Did they even get like, up sorry. out of their seats, or did you're, they just kind of sit there? Pork sandwich. <laughs> Did they get up or did they just sit there with their mouths open? Like, yeah, they they sat there and finished their drinks, dude. They freaking wow. dinner at a show, dude. Wow. Yeah, dinner at a show. No wonder that guy's fucking dick was purple, dude. He's just fucking just. There, it's just there, there. Yeah, man. That's like the big thing. I one of my favorite subreddits is uh, Meth. I follow the Meth subreddit. And it's just like people just like getting completely like strung out on there and they're like, I just smoked so much meth, it turned me gay. They're like, How many other people don't feel like they're gay? And they're like, Oh, I wow. feel every time I smoke, I feel like I'm turning gay. Wow. I'm like, Yeah, they just basically just people I mean, it's so crazy people show their face and everything just is getting spun up on meth. All I don't men? know, I get a kick at it. All men, like all the men turn gay or is it females too that are yeah men mainly the men they're like I just want a dick in my ass wow it's like saying, yeah I say weird shit but then there's like these like semi-decent girls you know like before they get the whole crack look like that are up there they're just like yeah I'm about to go to work and they're just like spinning the the little you know light bulb I wouldn't try it I wouldn't do it I don't think I would try that I, I, I wouldn't I do want to try some like maybe like ayahuasca I've, I've been I found a good buddy of mine he said that there's some places out, out in Malibu you don't even have to go to uh, like Peru or like any anywhere in uh, South America anymore you can actually just like do it out here for like 600 bucks for like two days I'm good off the ayahuasca trips I, I, I'd rather take a nap at home mm. I don't know I just when I think of stuff like that Recently, I haven't always felt like this, but I just feel like 
it's just getting yourself sick, you know? I just feel like, I just feel like if I did ayahuasca, I'm just going to feel like I've got the fucking flu. And then at the end of it, people are going to be like, are you enlightened? Did you find God? You know, it's like, no, dude, I was fucking sweating, you know? In the middle of nowhere, I have no fucking, I don't even have 5G out here. Fucking. <laughs> That's so true, though, but it's like, and it's also kind of weird, like, yeah, I, I do understand it in a sense because it makes it like your feel your body thinks it's dying, but you know you're not gonna die, right? So it's kind of like those like moments that you think you're gonna die. So a lot of times, like they say, you know, like when a soldier, you ever remember like those old like wartime movies where like the soldier's like bleeding out and he's about to die, and he like focuses on the cigarette, and it's just like everything's like hyper focused. Yeah, that's how I felt when I've like done like uh, psychedelics or things like that. It's like one of those like super hyper focused and like everything is meaningful on earth and you just feel enlightened because you're like, you're going to die, but you don't actually die. So that's why people have fun while they're tripping on shrooms. But yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm the dad age. I'm almost at that dad age. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll do a little bit of flower from time to time, but I don't know if I can deal with all the, with all these young whippersnappers and all their, their, their drugs. I don't even know what the whippersnappers are doing. I've seen some fucking TikTok challenge. Some 13-year-old died. Uh, oh, I think it? I heard about that. What was he doing? They took aspirin or something? I don't fucking know. They just took, like, <laughs> the amount that killed Bruce Lee. And just, like, people are trying to fucking out Bruce Lee him. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, Bruce Lee died from aspirin? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he, uh, he was allergic to aspirin and he took us like a, a big dose on accident. Pretty sure I'm going to Google that actually. Cause I've been going like my whole life thinking that, uh, let's see. Yeah, he's an OG dude. Like enter the dragon and he comes around that corner and just shows his lats dude like a freaking king cobra oh my god i'm not gay but i'd be gay for bruce lee um he died by cerebral oedema caused by hypersensitivity to you you gaygistic okay yeah so he had swelling of the brain so some sort of swelling Hyperedema is, is a lot of fluid, and you said it was, yeah. Yeah, he had an Sorry. allergic reaction. His brain had an allergic reaction. Um, Damn, and then didn't and then gently gently die from a prop gun. No, that was um, uh, uh, Brandon Lee from the Crow. Brandon Lee, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Some people would say it was mysterious. Yeah, he was young. I think he was only like, what, 36 or some shit when he died. Damn, that's wild. Yeah. Do you think that we're going to be able to get like extended life? Like, do you think that's going to be like one of the, I think that's going to be like one of the biggest things that's going to be changed with uh, like this AI stuff too, I think is like longevity of life. Like if someone, if they were able to tell you like, hey, if you just like, like, do you think it would be hyper normalized to get, like brain chips and like lo- upload your consciousness into like a matrix or something like that. I see it happening, but I'm a little scared. Kind of like the fucking what is Elon Musk doing? He's he's got the chips. I, I what they call yeah the Neuralink. The Neuralink. Yeah, the Neuralink shit. Like I'm not doing it. 
but I know there's going to be people who are probably down. So, you know, thank you for your service on that part, but I'll wait, you know, I'll wait for the second edition at the most. Oh, kind of like the vaccine. They already have a name for it too. They, they have, because we're homo sapiens and they say that we're going to evolve to homo sentients. Which one's uh homophobic? <laughs> that's the homo sapiens, dude. Uh, the apes. I think that's where I'm at. That's why I stay away from the meth. Yeah, dude. Joe Joe had on this guy. I can't remember his name, but he brought up this like really good point that I always remember. He said we're we're a bunch of uh, cavemen with godlike technology run by medieval institutions. That's so a good, good way to put it. I mean, it's seriously like we think we're so smart. Like our <laughs> phone. Tell me, tell me, Bruce Lee died. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do think about that. You know, I feel like these kids, like, I feel like the schooling is going to be different. You know, every day it seems like I'm seeing a new video of a teacher getting her fucking ass whooped by a minor. Bro, uh, give me back my phone. Yeah. Back then, when I was in high school, they confiscated that shit, and you couldn't get your phone back until the end of high school. End of the year. End of the year, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, you now, can't do that now they'll yeah, sue you. Bro. They'll put you on TikTok. <laughs> you know? Fuck. Yeah, you'll blow up real quick, dude. Yeah, there's oh like no respect, gosh. it seems like these days. It seems like I don't know, it just kinda worries me with the kids. Um with like especially now with with how much things are like I've got like uh what's it called? Nephews and nieces and stuff like that. I've got them on like the social medias and like I notice with, like, my younger kids, like, what are they, the Zoomers now? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, the Zoomers. Would you consider your daughter a Zoomer? Is your daughter a Zoomer? No, she's even, I think she's even a step ahead of the Zoomer. What is that? I think it's the, uh, they call them, I think it's uh, Alpha, or what's what's the next, uh, after you finish the, uh, because we just finished the Greek alphabet, so then it moves into, what's the, I always forget the next one, it's like the next sign. I don't know. The next millennial. But I think, yeah, because I think it was older. My daughter was born in 2022. So, because it's like every 10 years is the next generation. Every 20 years is the next generation. Because my brother, my brother was born in, he's 21 now, or 22. Or actually, no, he's 25. So, he, but he's a Zoomer. And he, and I think it ends, yeah, it ended in 2020. Zoomers, if you were born after 2020, you're the next year, I think. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just it's just weird. It's just weird that one day we're gonna be looked at at like the um like the boomers. <laughs> you know, we're gonna Dude, I know, I already feel that way a lot of times on some shit, dude. Yeah. These kids are gonna be fucking VR'd, like VR the fuck up. They're just not yeah, caring. I heard about my you. daughter in the meta daycare. She just basically wears meta goggles daycare. all day. Yeah. And they have they have AI AI just you know teaches her how to walk yeah. and yeah your kid's gonna end up smarter than you just like gets a job out of nowhere <laughs> fucking just CEO instantly I just start yeah. working for her like yeah, dad cool do you know what what Bitcoin is <laughs> you know and then you're and your kid's looking at you like why didn't you invest it's at two hundred thousand a coin it says here. In uh, 2000, it was at 17. Why didn't you jump on it, Dad? Why do you Why do you still work at the fucking bus station, Dad? Why don't you Be make like, fucking moves? You feel like listen, I live through GameStop. All right, don't you come at your father. Yeah. 
Okay, I lived in the GameStop era before the market crashed. All right, mm-hmm. and you guys had your CD, D, GB, whatever coins. We, we were the OGs. Man, um, thanks for coming on, dude. Fucking um, I uh. Dude, wanna... absolutely, man. Like anytime, like I, I, I always love doing podcasts and things like that. I've had a couple little podcasts in the past, and um. Like I said, uh, I'm always down to chit chat about whatever, man. I could, uh, we can run up some topics and lift things, some things up, stuff like that. Do you have a? Give me some recommendations. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start listening to some of your podcasts and get, get on get on board with you and keep up with whatever everything that you're doing. But do you have any recommendations for any other like uh, comedy podcast? Um, what I like. Just, just how I am in the in the shoes of a consumer. I don't like things that are just too organized and like I don't like people with fucking vision boards and things that are too. I, I like things to be a little bit more authentic. Um, okay, like off the cuff. Yeah, that's just how I am though. Um, riffing, riffing. Yeah, I like you know. Yeah. Just sometimes you want to play a solo. You know, you want to shoot a couple threes. You're not trying to play a whole game of basketball. I was just like, yeah, have a conversation about whatever. Like, is the vibe? Like, not have something written down and ready to fucking debate about. Just kind of like go with the flow of things. But kind of like how we are here. But, uh, but that's just that's just my take. I feel like people like exactly what I just described. But I don't. It just it's weird kind of like what I showed you with like the news and stuff and it's just there's too much to like keep up with and I feel like that could be overwhelming and if you're in it if you're in the game long term I I feel like the number one key is not to burn yourself out because you might like it but you burn yourself out and that's what kind of just causes you to just put something down and like it's just another memory of something that you picked up or whatever um no 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 no, definitely. I, I definitely feel that. I mean, I, I felt that a lot with uh, with Joe Rogan. I, I cut on to Joe probably, it was like right before COVID when I started listening to Joe. I'm kind of already burnt out of him. So unless he has like a good pod, like a good guest on. That's why, I'm, I, that's why I asked for your recommendation because I've been looking, I've been listening to uh, Ben Avery's Lemon Party. You ever listen to Lemon Party? No, but I know the website Lemon Party. That's like a prank or something. Oh yeah, yeah. You should check them out. They're uh, they're pretty fun. They do a lot of riffing kind of stuff like that too, like the the vibe that you're going for. They're they're real dirty guys, but they're they're so good because I like how the dynamic between the three of them because they're they're able to just like jump. Ju- they just jump. They shoot jokes at each other back and forth, and that's something I would love to like maybe eventually do with like you and Peter or you know something like that. It's just like. They have like a, there's like a science to their conversation that it just it's so it's so natural, but it's it's funny because they're able to like practice you know jokes and ideas and things like that. So yeah, some people feed off each other; they go well together. Yeah, for sure. Because there's like some people like for me, I, I I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in a while unless it's like a really interesting guest, and I get he's just he just does so much, and that's just I get burnt out with that. Um, yeah. but I like, um, like there's really only two shows that I really like to listen to. It's Theo Vaughn. I really uh, like Theo Vaughn. That's really it that I kind of, and he doesn't post like that much. So no. when he does, I make sure I keep it for like 
just it's like a come down kind of thing for me you know it's not he doesn't have that energy of just like what the fuck is wrong with people and if he does it's like you know so he's not a tim dylan yeah yeah or an alex jones shit i don't need to be stressed Um, i totally feel that yeah theo is great at that man he had that is like his 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 supremeness is in that like chill vibe dude he's just so good at that and then that's I don't know. I feel like that helps him mentally. And then, and you know, it's got a little bit of comedy, but I listen to kill Tony a lot too, but I, wa- I actually watch it. And that's like, I watch, dude, yeah. I've been, I've just recently in like the last two months gotten into kill Tony and I've really enjoyed it so far. It's great. I know, I know Peter's been trying to, uh, he's been going and waiting in the back alley out there. So maybe yeah. one day we'll get to see the Grinch up there. Dude, he, he told me a joke uh, the other day and it was a, probably the best joke he's ever came up with like it's uh i'm proud of him it's crazy just to see um good 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 for him dude i've known peter for a while man and like i always knew yeah like he's got it in him dude i told him he needs to add some impressions he's such an impression guy i feel like he's like very good at like over exaggerating things and like his different voices he uses so he needs to like he needs to to lean into that a little bit too I, i feel like he could be good at that there was this fucking story I was talking to him about the other day. We had a eighth grade math together, and we had this um, this Middle Eastern guy in the class, and I don't know, he just wasn't listening or whatever. And the the fucking teacher called on him and was like, "What's two plus two? And he just was like, not having it that day. And he was just like, "I don't know." And um, the teacher was like, "Grinder, what is two plus two? Come on!" And he's just like, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." And he just like got up and was like, "I don't know." It was like crying and fucking walked out of the class over two plus two and me and peter just turned around stared at each other fucking died and for the next 20 years we were just like i don't know i don't know know." (laughs) it's having an existential crisis in math class Uh, yeah i don't i don't know what is Pythagoras theorem (laughs) it was like two plus two like you could have just i don't know just fucking (laughs) like he found out that like pi is infinite it just blew his mind. Just doesn't know if anything. He's, just, he's probably just having a bad day, dude. His dad probably beat him with the fucking uh, fan on the ceiling. <laughs> thing, dude. Who fucking knows? Grown ass eighth grader. Oh shit. <laughs> but anyways, man. Yeah, this hour kind of flew by, but I'm kind of short on time. I got some stuff to do, but I'd love to have you back on, and maybe we'll do like a panel with fucking Peter and a bunch of other people, but. You know, always see you in here. And thanks for uh, the support. Thanks for coming on and just add in, uh, add in substance to this little thing here that I'm doing. So appreciate you, man. If you want to shout out whatever, say whatever you want. That's I feel like fucking Joe Rogan at the end of a fight. Just uh, all right, all right, all right. Want, yeah. Man, hey, follow me on uh, Instagram if you want. I do uh, heavy metal reviews on uh, vinyl record. So if you want to check out um, Slammy Dot James on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, Marconi, thanks again for having me on. I would love to do it again. Um, I look forward to come seeing some of your stand-up. And, uh, yeah, man, I'll be out here. I'm going to support you, man. I'm proud of you. Thanks for all, thanks for all you, everything you do, man, bringing some uh, conversation into real life. You know, we don't get that as much anymore with all this tech. But uh, yeah. we, uh, we got to have a good conversation. You know, we've never actually met. I don't think we've ever actually met. So this is nah, cool. Talk. We will, though. We will. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but thanks for having me on, man. It, it was a pleasure. Hell yeah, man. See ya. All right. See you later. Peace. Okay. See you guys later.